Hello, one and all, to the howling palm, professor of modern mythology. Today, we'll be reviewing A Quiet Place. Now, this movie was written, uh, the screenplay so, written and uh, directed by John Krasinski, also stars John Krasinski and his wife, Emily Blunt, and uh, a bunch of uh, kind of unknown kiddos, which was very cool. And it uh, originally, it's getting positive reviews uh, from critics and uh, normal folk alike, as myself. So generally, just up front, the spoil-free spoiler-free part, good movie, go see it. Definitely recommend it. So after that, we're going to be diving deep into spoilers of the rest of the movie. So, um, is it super scary? No. Is it a little... It's a little scary. Is it thrilling? It's a really good concept. So when it puts you on edge, it's a new, it's a little different. Here's the thing that you come out you come out thinking, especially watching uh, uh, movies throughout the last couple of years. It was originally thought of possibly being a Cloverfield movie. And you could... You can absolutely see it. I mean, it would fit in right with that world. So... If you think that well, uh, as well, it's it's not crazy. Although it's not a bad thing. I liked most of those movies. So uh, make, I'm going to come back around to that toward the end. Uh, going back to the movie itself. Very well made. Very well. It gives you a feeling. Just a very uncomfortable feeling. I mean, you're in this awkward position of not being able to, to speak. So the premise of the movie is this family trying to survive amongst these, these monsters. You don't know where they come from. You don't know really what they are. Um, you kind of see one for a split second uh, real early on. And they are oh, basically like instant kill machines. I mean, they, you make a loud enough noise, you're dead. Um, it doesn't even have to be too, you know, a little bit of banging around, um, talking at a normal level. It's toast. Yelling, you're definitely toast. And it's in this close to similar, a type of post-apocalyptic world, you know, so something where society has crumbled because these these creatures, wherever they've come from, you know, above, I mean, most likely above, possibly there, you know, below, that would kind of explain the uh, being able to only use sound as a is a locating device instead of there's no eye, they don't have any eyes, they have no way to see. That would make sense if they were some sort of subterranean creature. It would be normal if they were alien. Although if they're alien, you'd think that there would be some sort of uh, intellectual quality to them. There isn't really. They're just these monsters, and if you make a sound, they come, and they basically cut you down and eat you up. Pretty creepy, pretty scary. And then they... It's... One of... It's not necessarily a gripe or a bad thing. But it's from what we're used to, and this and this this could be a little more. We're used to movies being like two and a half hours, so we're used to movies being super, you know, kind of long. But that's almost the normal now. And that two and a half hours used to be long, you know, and it's not Lord of the Rings long. It's not three and a half, four hours special edition, but it's a good chunk of good chunk of time taken out of your day. And I'm I'm more just used to that. So with this movie coming in at just just over an hour and a half. I think an hour and 35 minutes is considered short these days. It's a 90-minute film. 
There's nothing wrong with that. They tell the story. They get in. They get out. Done. So, story-wise, fine. It's good. Good deal. It it's different. It's not. Um, there are films like it, but there it's not an oversaturation. It's not like this. You hope you messed with the creepy object thingy, and now it's terrorizing these group of young kids and their friends. It's not that. It not even close. It's a lot scarier, and it has a lot to do with why John Krasinski picked it up in the first place. So it was written by these other dudes, right? And it was kind of their take on the environment and uh, that kind of like the farm country and being a little isolated and with your family and the creature. And I don't know exactly what they were thinking, but it written by these guys. They pitched it to Krasinski, and he liked the aspect of parents willing to do whatever it takes to keep their children safe and alive so he picked it up and he was going to help pitch it obviously he's, he's a bigger name he carries a little bit of weight and his uh, wife Emily Blunt pushed him to direct it and he did he got that and then uh, they got they also were able to star in it themselves she asked if um, with all of it you know it's basically his movie I mean, he wrote the screenplay for it adapted for screenplay and now directing his movie, and then she asked, and he said absolutely. So uh, they kill it. I mean, they crush it. There's a couple. I mean, I wish they did more together. It'd be pretty cool, and it'd be awesome for their family too. Um, I could see them doing a little side note. <laughs> they could absolutely do uh, Mr. Fantastic and Sue Storm. I could see that uh, easily. Uh, himself being and getting finally getting a hold of the, one of these uh, superhero movies because he was up for Captain America for a while. And then Emily Blunt. It's hard. Sue Storm is actually a very complicated character. I think she would she could pull it off, you know, strong and motherly at the same time. And uh, getting back to the movie a bit, both of them kill it. And the other cast are playing along with the ensemble are these uh, these couple kids. And I don't know their names, but they do a fantastic job of also, you know, it's a very difficult thing to, just for a, a child to be quiet in general is near impossible for them to basically if they're not quiet they die whole nother deal and you can imagine the amount of terror that's you know upon them and one of the children is actually uh, hearing impaired and that there's a whole nother element she she doesn't know when she's being loud uh things like that uh you know technology's mostly out the window things have broken down things have gotten very basic uh some things with the story I had the like kind of, you know, and you can always, you could pick anything apart. You really can, as perfect as it could be. But you would think that you would create some sort of more defensible structure than just again, your rickety farmhouse. You know, just soundproofing, you know, tunnels, or although if those creatures are subterranean, I guess that's not going to help a whole lot, or you know, lay like bunker that has series of locked doors, or even traps. Traps to me seem like they would be the easiest thing in the world to create, although they might be kind of uh, noisy to 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 make in the first place. But if you had some sort of noise creating uh, mechanism, and you just had it like a, a giant blade that was just spinning in the middle, or spinning around it, you have this you know, teddy bear going off and making noises with this toy, and then you have these giant blades just going 
uh, crazy fast, super sharp, and you have these creatures just run right through it because they don't know the blades are there. They're running it, you know, silent mode. Toast. I don't understand. Or the series of like razor sharp wire. Again, toast. As you're getting all sliced up. Um, that's just picking at the story. That's being particular. It's, there's still really nothing wrong with the movie and what they do and how they hide out there. They do have their some of their tricks and whatnot that are pretty cool. That's uh, end with the story. Back to our cast. All good to go. The creature itself looks really cool. Here's the thing. It's a very modern uh, pitfall for for computer generated characters. It's they use a little t- just a little too much. And the reason you could really tell is when it's up close, they don't, or at least I don't think they did, because it was so well done. There is a di- big difference between the further off shots, the further off real quick shots, and the the, the close up slower stuff. The close up slower stuff seems like some of it, yeah, definitely CG, but some of it just with a with a face moving slowly. Very cool. When the face is moving fast and it's moving into all of its appendages on its head, oh, then it doesn't look so real. But when they're going back and forth, they, you know when it looks great is when they're using some sort of monster puppet thing. Some sort of actually crafted, tangible piece that looks amazing. The CG one, guess what? It looks like it was drawn on a computer. It's going to happen time and time again. You're ruining your movies this way. I don't know why. It goes back. It's the Beauty and the Beast deal. It's a good movie. Fine enough. You know what would have made it 100 times better? You do a real beast. <coughs> Look at what Guillermo del Toro is doing. All of his dudes, I mean, from Pan's Labyrinth to Hellboy to The Shape of Water. Well, there's Doug Jones at work. I mean, we've got um, Abe Sapien, Hellboy himself. We have, what was that, that ogre, the Cyclops thing that ate people? The, the, the fawn itself? Um... And the creature from the Black Lagoon there in the Shape of Water. So all of them were Doug Jones, again, in a suit. And it looked amazing. Do that. Not the the beast. The guy was fine. The guy was cool enough. But he was just a big computer video game character. And the video game characters, the really good ones, look better than that. He wasn't scary at all. Still prefer the cartoon over the movie back so monster was pretty good and it wasn't it wasn't really the monster that was scary it was the situations that they were put into I'm not gonna go super spoiler on it but the situations were what was crappy you know it was just like you oh you can't make a sound and uh, well here's one and you st- well and you step on a nail and you make a sound yeah you can make a sound oh you have kids playing with toys I mean how and you can't be mad at them you know and then you have super spoiler heavy. So cover your ears for like five seconds. When one child is responsible for another child's death. How do you deal with that? Okay, and then... Um, that that was probably the most anxious part. Were just all of the situations that they were put in. Not necessarily the monster itself. We've seen scarier monsters. As creepy and gross as they were. The, this very similar to Cloverfield Monster. So all in all, if I'm given this, what are we doing? So this is my first, first real movie review like this. How about we'll do Moons for the Howling Palm? Do Moons. So I give it 
I give it four moons. Four full moons. So, go see it. Great movie. I hope Krasinski directs some more. Uh, it, it, so, positives, good story. Great acting. Uh, negatives. No, what's scary? Negatives. In, or maybe maybe this is a little gray water. And it's... It feels a little short. Especially with what we deal with today. It feels like it could have just been an episode. Not that it's necessarily in that world. But uh, an episode of like a black mirror. Like, you know, just like a 90 minute episode from Cloverfield. A shorter movie. It could have been... And that would have been fine. If that was released that way. It still would have been good. Um, roll negatives... Nothing too bad. The CG on the monster sometimes wasn't great. Don't think it's the thing. It's going to be a while before studios get that. So go see it again. This is the Howling Palm giving a quiet place and drunken John Krasinski a four full moons out of five. All right, y'all have a good day.